Officials EPL and World Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Manchester United fan Tom Miller, here with Arsenal fan Ken Lee and Manchester City fan James Lewis. Guys, this was a really, really interesting weekend of soccer. Um, not all the big boys won. It's not a winner's pod this week, James. Nope. Um, some teams have to lose and some teams drew. And overall, I would say that this is the most interesting weekend of soccer we've had yet. Would you agree with that, Ken? No. <laughs> most annoying uh, weekend was pretty of interesting. The I most annoying weekend? That's not nice. That's not nice. A lot of interesting happens. We had the Merseyside Derby, which ended up looking exactly like a Merseyside Derby should. Uh, Jordan Pickford turned into um, Prime Vandersar. Super Saiyan. Yeah, he went Super Saiyan. Unbelievable. What's interesting? Um, I'm looking back Chelsea's, at the score. What's interesting? I watched all these about games. All these games. We had we had we had big teams draw. We had uh, Everton Liverpool draw. That's not interesting. Lose. It's a rivalry match. It's gonna happen. <laughs> that was a that was a good that <laughs> was, was a great awesome game. game. <laughs> yeah, it was a good game. That was an interesting game. Brighton um, Tonking Leicester, sure. who are by the way trademark Ooh. in trouble. Yeah, yeah, that needs to be. That's trademarked. a fourth official's trademark. How yeah, are we, we going here? Because sure. I'd no like to talk what about Pete says. We will. We will. We yeah, absolutely will. We'll also talk. I mean, the Chelsea West Ham match was excellent. Um, West Ham, <laughs> I swear, West Ham. They they have a reason to complain about refereeing and VAR. I swear they're on the wrong end of calls more more often than not. I think the difference is this year with West Ham uh, is we're seeing their yeah. end of season form in the beginning of the season. So yeah. True, but this Chelsea match had a lot of talking points um, where, you know, where Mendy was rolling around. Brighton smacked the crap out of Leicester. Uh, There's a lot of of interesting things to talk about, but we will start with the headlining game. (laughs) Manchester Manchester United 3, Arsenal 1. I'm going to let you guys talk about the game a little bit. I'll, I'll give a little background on it. Coming into the match... Obviously, United had won three in a row, but they hadn't really beat anybody good besides Liverpool. They took that game. They got smacked by a couple bad teams. So as we said last week, this is a real barometer game. Arsenal, on the other hand, was flying high. August champions in first place. Also hadn't really played anybody, though. True. That's why we said it was a barometer game. James, uh, give me some of your points on this game that you saw coming out as Manchester United... Came in feeling good, but you could tell that they were a little shaky um, coming was, in. Whereas Arsenal was was played their game. Definitely shaky to start, and Arsenal were were strong in the beginning, and they almost made that pay. Yeah. And what was that? The seventh minute. Yeah. Um, Martinelli. So call. seventh minute, the Martinelli call. So or we should call it the Odegaard the, call. Yeah, the Odegaard call. Um, and that's I you know I've heard a lot of Arsenal fans chirping about this one. Uh, a little contentious, I agree, but for me, one that is a foul. Yeah, that's okay. Foul. That's a foul in midfield. Now, where you get into oh, you know, with VAR looking at it or whatever, I think a lot of people think once that once that ref goes over to the to the screen, he's going to overturn that upon seeing that that the action, the foul. Mm-hmm. But yeah. for me, you know, it's pretty normal. I mean, that that call get. You get that foul or you don't get that foul on the field, 50-50, I think. And I think it's the same with VAR. Like, that same ref who who didn't call it to start with is going to go look at the screen. It's a soft foul, but it's a foul. And uh, I don't think Arsenal really has anything to complain about there. 
Um, Can, I'm not complaining uh, about the play, call. Erickson, really, cut the ball back. I'm complaining uh, about the use of VAR in foul. this situation. Mm-hmm. And it's, I've been pretty consistent on VAR. I don't think this is like anything outlandish that I'm saying here. Just like James just said, this call, it it's too subjective for me to allow VAR to show the referee on a monitor at a snail's pace because everything's a foul at a snail's pace. Everything. My problem with that call being reversed, being reversed at Mm. midfield is that call happens every single game in the box, and it's not called a PK. It also happened in the previous game, right before this, the Leicester game, the exact same buildup, not even... Uh, not even a sniffling of VAR goes on goal stands. But whatever. At the end of the day, VAR is there to ruin the game completely. And um, of course, of course, it's to add talking points. <laughs> think that's but I just think that that's not a foul. It, it, well, it, uh, okay. well, I mean, Ken, do sure, you agree that that's a foul, foul? But my problem is it's you... it's it's like gymnastics. It, it's it's okay. subjective. That foul doesn't. That foul probably happened four other times in the game, and no one even noticed Listen, it because I don't... nobody cares to look at a call. But we went to VAR for it. That's how dumb I think it is. I would say, I would say that call happened four other times in the game and got called sure. once or twice. That because, like I said, this is a, that's a fifty-fifty call on a foul, right? But it is a foul. So what you're kind of in this situation, what you're asking for is to go back to the days when games um, were I think that now that we've had, and this is a different situation, so I don't want to, 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 to sideways go on this, but I think now that we've had VAR, we've got a pretty good subset of games. I, I do, I do believe the game was better without VAR. That's just my personal opinion. It doesn't matter to me. The real problem I have with it as the game progressed is that was a huge momentum shift. I would I'll agree with that. I think it was a foul, but I agree with that that it was a huge momentum shift because Manchester United has proven over the past when we were dogging year United at that, that point. As soon as they're scored on, they're done. They fold like origami. Yeah. Well, we actually we played really well. That was the only goal I thought that went against the run of play because United played really well for the first ten minutes. They were they were good. That wasn't After a run of goal. That wasn't or, or that wasn't a goal uh, against the run of play. You know, this Almost goal. goal. I thought Arsenal Absolutely. played a lot. Oh uh, yeah, Absolutely yeah. Not. Manchester United were really good for the first time. I think the game was. I think the game was open. I don't think. I don't think it was like. I think United. I wouldn't call it against the run of play because I think both teams were passing and attacking sure. and running around hard. I agree. That's what Start, I said. Oh, like yeah. I think Arsenal actually played well in the match. But they did what they did. It reminded me of an Arsene Wenger game. It reminded yeah. me of a Wenger game. Like, you guys looked yeah. really good. You're passing around. And you didn't get anything out of it. There was, like, nine touches in the box or something like that. Like, I didn't think Arsenal deserved to win the game. Nope. Their goal came off of a, a deflected tackle. It wasn't, like, a beautiful buildup or something like that. Like, I didn't think Arsenal – they looked toothless again, even though uh, Arteta decided to play their way, you know, come in like yeah. – uh, like Manchester City or something, and play the way they wanted to play a suicidal line. I think the bottom line is that yeah. that Arteta's tactics cost you this game, and that's what we said coming into this game. James said it that he thinks that Arsenal's going to have a bad record against good teams, and I totally agree because I think that Arteta is not a great manager. I think you guys have a good roster 
really nice roster structure. I think you have good players. Uh, I thought Martinelli is really dangerous. Saka's good. Gabriel Jesus is a good player. There's lots of good players in there. But setting up against Marcus Rashford and playing your center backs that high is suicidal. That's Everybody knows that. Everybody's been playing Manchester United and Marcus Rashford deep because they know that his interplay underneath the line is not that great. But if you allow him to run into space, he will kill you, and that's what he did. He killed you guys because you played a suicidal yeah. line. No. Well, yeah, he finished it, but it was really – it was Erickson that really killed us. Erickson killed you too. This is the best uh, game but, that Erickson's had for United, I think. Yeah, there were a lot of comments after the game about how Erickson's played like – four nineties or something. And it's like, yeah. it's like, you know, Ten Hag doesn't give a fuck cause he'll run a dude with a pacemaker <laughs> four nineties back to back. Yeah. And Pete, he was, he was great that game. I he mean, was. his passes were super precise and he was brilliant and he was, he was manipulating the midfield. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, bad game. Here's, yeah, what, I, I mean, here's what I don't get Tom. Why are you st- still starting McTominay? You've had Casemiro now for a week and a half. McTominay had his best game in like a year. He had a hundred percent passing, and he suplexed Gabriel. Yeah, he still looked like Beautiful. a clunky dumbass. On the he field. is clunky. They brought him in. I think Casemiro isn't ready yet. Is uh, Casemiro thick? He looks so thick. He, he's Casemiro is a thick boy. Yeah, he's does thick. he always come in? Yeah, like, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I was I like, mean, good god, thick. this guy's huge. Yeah, he's a lot taller and like like you said, like he's a lot he's bigger than I was expecting yeah. him to be. But I thought McTominay was excellent. This is one of the best games he's played. Like even in the build-up play, which he's not great at because he's not a great passer. And what you can't do, dribbler. what you can't do, is fall into the Ole trap where you get you have one good game and it buys mm-hmm. you four more. McTominay, yeah. you know, you we've all seen McTominay enough to know that he is not the yes. answer. He's a rotational player. He's a Europa Cup player. And then he's, if you need him, maybe if you're playing more defensively or something like that. I agree. I think that the way Ten Hag does things is that he allows players to earn their spot. Um, in the same way that Malaysia took the spot of Luke Shaw, who was partially injured and partially just not good enough, he allowed players to win their spot. Lissandra Martinez was actually not supposed to start the first game of the season. Um, be- because, But he had to because there were so many injuries. And then he ends up keeping it. Varane came in and earned his spot. Like, that's the way it's been. Um, with the exception, guys, of Anthony, who he started in this game, which I never would have liked. The new signing they brought in for 84 million pounds, 100 million euros. Um, I did not want him to start this game. And he ends up scoring the first goal. And then, guys, that was probably the quickest badge kiss I've ever <laughs> seen in the history of soccer. <laughs> He did five different celebrations uh, as the team like left after like you know the the dude pile. He did like a growl, and then he did an L for his. He tried daughter. to rip his shirt like, off. He did a whole bunch of stuff. He yeah, tried to pull it like, off his like chest with the with the patch. But I mean, that's pretty much the only thing he did that game. Though I think it wasn't really like. I mean, he scored a goal. Obviously, it's not the only thing, but he didn't really do much before or after that. No, he was okay. Uh, he had a couple plays where he. He brought in two guys and then dropped it back to Delot, Um and it yeah. was it was fine. But like you said, like I, I don't understand why he played in that game. Um, but he ended up he ended up scoring, so I guess it's a genius move. Um, but yeah, so Manchester United here. I thought that the big thing here, it, I said it reminded me of a Wenger game because I thought United went out and just beat the crap out of Arsenal too. 
like McTominay, Suplex, Gabriel, Jesus. Jesus was getting kicked by Lissandro. He ended up actually kicking out um, a little later in the probably game. Probably should have had a red. Getting stepped on and probably should have had a red card for it. Um, but overall, I thought Arsenal, him, yeah. they got pushed. They got pushed around um, in a way that reminded me of old Arsenal-Manchester United games and something, most importantly, that you would have never seen last year with Manchester United's team the way they were, except for maybe McTominay getting his like obligatory yellow. Um, and as we talk about yellows, guys, uh, Manchester United had the most yellows in the league, I believe, and are on pace to uh, break any of their previous records on yellow cards. Nice. I believe it. Um, yeah, but the game gets ended... Uh, Arsenal's it was had nice build up. They let up the goal to uh, they scored a goal after halftime with Saka that they absolutely deserved. Even if it was not a great build up, they deserved the goal. They were they were uh, pounding on the door for a while, and then just a long ball through from Bruno to Rashford. He burns the whole back line. Um, I just think that the tactics there were were just not right. They were the wrong tactics, and then the, pretty much the same play again. Rashford. Uh, this time, Erickson goes through the center and just kills Gabriel and Ben White and whoever else is back there. They just He was like 50 yards ahead of them because he had a full head of steam coming through. And then he did the FIFA layoff when you get to the goalie and Rashford smacked it in. Yeah, you, you've, messed up, you've messed up your D-line when Christian Erickson is running past you <laughs> through on goal one-on-one. Completely burned through. I, I really think this is all on Arteta. Like I said before, I, I actually like Arsenal's roster construction now, especially with the addition of Zimchenko and Jesus. Well, that's Arteta. They've added a new element, and they've unlocked Martinelli. That's Arteta's kind of. player planning. Yeah, it's not kind his of. in-game strategy. His, but his in-game strategy did not work for this Well, game. that's obvious. So, yeah. um, and I think that's what's going to hold you guys back. I do think that the team's good enough and the plan's good enough to beat bad teams, which is a huge part of doing anything in the Prem. I think it, the the idea, the way he plays big games is just going to kill you guys in terms of anything else you guys want to achieve. Um, James, what do you think about that? think that's fair? Yeah, I mean, that's that was kind of, what was it, like last pod or the pod before? I mean, exactly, yeah. exactly my point. I mean, um, Arteta is going to lose you some big games. And I think, I think it's uh overthinking, you know, he might've, he might've inherited a little bit of that from Pep. Although Pep, <laughs> Pep doesn't really do that too much in the league. No, not in the league. Um, But, but yeah, I think that's a, you know, that's, that's definitely an old Pep trait that maybe Arteta took with him and to his, to his disservice a little bit, but you know, maybe that's something that also we'll he can, on it. Yeah. he can unlearn. Cause I agree with you. They, they have a good, overall system they have Mm -hmm. good players in place um they've recruited a lot um but but also well and i think and martinelli looks like he's taking another step up Mm -hmm. uh in quality and odegaard i think even also looks better than last year so they're going to do well i think they're still um you know one of the clubs you you have to consider for the top four um but i you know i still i don't see them having the mental fortitude. Yeah, that's to that's win where I'm at too. I think that they just I mean not even to win the league but like last year at the end of the year to, to make top 4 to be 7 points up with like 3 or 4 matches left and to collapse. I see the same kind of like spinelessness that I saw then. Um I mean it's early and they've beaten the teams they have to, but we'll see what happens after this after this loss. 
Now that they've been punched in the face. They have a crappy Everton team at home. Then they play Brenton away, uh, Brentford away. They have some Europa League games in between. I mean, well, we were talking we'll about see what this. happens they, when they get to Tottenham. They have to, yeah, they have to rebound quickly um, because their October uh, is pretty yeah. rough. Yeah, they play Tottenham, Liverpool, uh, City. and Manchester City within 19 days, including uh, there's four other matches in between that. That is a ton of games. Yeah, uh, a few of those are against Bodo and Glimped. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I think those games are in Mordor. Yeah, they're they're in Mordor, but you know that's a that's a team that's definitely beat United in the Europa League or something like that. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. We don't have to look that up. We don't have to look that up. We don't have to look that up. But yeah. So Ken, anything else to add on the uh, Arsenal Man United game? Well, I think there were a lot of positives. I mean, we nothing you want to. We played well. We got caught twice. Like hopefully that that this is like a learning thing for. For Arteta, like we can't have those dudes sitting up at midfield waiting to get burned. Also, I don't know what's happening. What? It's actually three times. I think Bruno got him too. I was gonna say it was actually three times because Bruno sure. went in, was in alone once too. Um, but uh, also, I don't know how much longer we're gonna be playing Ben White at right back. With <laughs> it, that really, it it, it makes me as mad. Now. Like I get glimpses and like feelings of being yeah, what's that as about? mad as I used to be watching Arsenal with Xhaka as the the defensive mid the lone defensive midfielder. Like why are we right super exposed on the right? I don't Tomiyasu is not injured anymore. No, he comes in every yeah. game in like the sixtieth. Ben White has been is that right? I, absolutely I he was owned. Ben White every got... single game. <laughs> this season on the right side multiple times i don't get it i understand that in the situation we kind of i don't think we have to put him on the field but we paid a lot of money for him maybe we should try him at like a as a defensive midfielder so he's still in the middle but it's like he can't be a right back that's not working <laughs> doesn't he's work he's too slow yeah i i agree <laughs> It's, yeah, yeah, I saw he's... I saw him like fifty. I saw like three or four different images of him on the turf, sitting on his ass after a goal. He's a good or after he got burned and just sitting. He's there a good center back. It's just Saliba and Gabriel play better together. Like he than just Gabriel I, I the same image like ever did. So he's been kind of oh for sure. So he's been relegated out to the right. But yeah, I mean, well Saliba is much let's better. Let's give Tamiyasu yeah. ninety minutes. Yeah, he is. I mean. That's what I just said. We, like we kind of have to play him, yeah. Well, your problem is you. Problem is you paid fifty million for <sighs> him, and and as it's yeah, as it stands, yeah, as it stands, you got you're going to play him nowhere. That's that's it. You answered your your own question. Why? Well, that's been yeah, something that was wrong I, the I whole season. Arteta um, got it all wrong. But the problem, yeah, he it, he doesn't understand. Maybe from the couch, we don't manager. know what he understands and what he doesn't understand. We we, we do this from our living rooms. Um, he's getting paid to do it, uh, but plays with the same aggressive nature against all teams and going to get burned sometimes by that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think exactly what you said. I always said um, he wasn't worth 50 million. Yeah, I, I, 50, I that's, with, that's a fair price now. And stuff like that. I mean, 50 million isn't like 80 million. You know, it's it's fifty. 
Like, yeah, that's what I don't lot. get. Like, we don't. We didn't buy yeah, a 50 million really, pound it's not really right about back. that we to me. It's a what the hell is he doing right back? We don't just move like, him to right back. It's two else different positions right completely. No, in the beginning yeah. of the season, it was because Tommy Asu was well, injured. It's the, he's not that's injured the, anymore. You know, like, that's he should be being just cute. playing 90 minutes now. Yeah. I don't. Is Cedric still yeah. on the team? Who's your other? I'm I mean, sure we would have blown him right out by Cedric? now, right? I, is that guy still on your team? I keep. That guy he's sucks. A, he's not a, a right back either. Maybe we only have one. I go. We only Rob have Holding's Asu, still on your team, too. Pete loves Rob yeah, Holding. Cedric is still there. <laughs> no. Didn't Holding yeah. play right back against Sun in that Tottenham game? Isn't that when he played Probably right back? The well only time. Him. And he got a red card in like 30 minutes. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Manchester United 3, Arsenal 1. Uh, Ken, does this take away from anything you guys did in the first uh, month or so here? You guys are 5 I don't think it takes anything away from what we've over. done. But you're still it's a reality place, check that there's still work to be done. Tottenham, who are on 14. Uh, you're plus seven. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. So long there season. A, a long season. Check. Yeah. That's a great way to put it. Uh, to find out if you guys have yeah, you the never stones. Know. I think I October to is going to be. Premier League if is that strange. was a reality check, then October is going to be a crash back to earth. You heard it here first. Well, well, we'll preview those games as we come to it. Let's go over to another team um, that was struggling and needed to get a result in this game. Uh, Liverpool 0, Everton 0. Guys, I mean, you can't say anything else in this one. It is a derby match. Those are tough games, but Everton sucks. And Liverpool, after beating the living crap out of Bournemouth, they needed to continue that kind of run because they're just... They're almost giving up too many points this early it is so early that it's not like can't really definitively say it but being six points behind a team like manchester city or five points behind city who are gonna push for 95 plus points like you just can't be giving away games like this against a poorly set up team even in a derby match james yeah Fans i mean up. let's give everton some credit because i think yeah, that they I'll give them credit this this best their best match of the season so far By far. um and they were they were dangerous. Um, I think that their new center back pairing, Cody and Tarkowski, are it's going to be yeah. that's going to be solid for them going forward. I liked Onana, the new player they brought in in the midfield. Huge dude. Looks like he'll be a really good physical presence for him. So I think they're they're putting together some pieces. They still have play Tom Davies, so that's not great. <laughs> and and Neil Moppy is not. I think Pete said it on the. Uh, oh, Pete, Pete said it on the uh, text. He was like, "I don't know what the question is, but Moppe is not the answer." <laughs> um, I, you know, you say that, but what else do they have? No, well, they don't have any. I mean, they bought Moppy. I mean, they yeah, don't I have know, anybody. I so I get. No, I, they don't. I know they don't have anybody else, but they bought Moppy to be a, the striker. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, that being said, I think this was definitely a fiery game. A lot of emotions in this game. Yeah. And this game is like yeah. definitely boiled over in the past. Pickford ended VVD's season. Liverpool season. Yeah. Liverpool's yeah. season. No question. And VVD tried to do that to Onana in the midfield mm-hmm. uh, in this game where I think he should have gotten the red card. <laughs> that should have been a red card. Um, it's egregious when the pool fans are saying that we should get a red card. Yeah, even the pool fans were saying it's a red 
yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not joking. Pool fans are saying it's a red. And what? Oh yeah, for, yeah. especially for VVD. Now the thing that sticks out the That's most about it right is there. the ref did give him a yellow, and they didn't review it on the field, so it can't be retroactively upgraded. Yeah, because of the yellow. Because of the yellow. Now that and is then, the dumbest rule. I hate that rule so much. Yeah, it's, it's so stupid. I, I don't understand the purpose of it. No, it's more. I think it's more protectionism for, yeah, you know, bad refs, right? I think that's yeah. what everything circles back to. Why do they handle VAR the way they do to protect refs? Why do they make institute rules where things can't be gone back and changed after mm-hmm. the fact to protect bad refs? That that's the only reason. Yeah. Um. But this game, back and forth. I you know. There were periods like Liverpool definitely had more possession, although, you know, it could in the past, it definitely probably would have skewed a lot more in Liverpool's favor. Uh, mm-hmm. Towards the end of the game, they were definitely set up a little bit more um, in Everton's half trying to break through. But but the game was back and forth, back and forth. Uh, mm-hmm. Both teams hit the post. Both mm-hmm. teams were kept out by by amazing goalkeeper Oof. performances. Um, I, I mean, it was a really, really fun game to watch. I thought... Uh, Tom Davies was so unlucky uh, with that outside of the boot attempt that he made. Um, and then, uh, and, and Diaz, Diaz is a curler, like almost a carbon copy of the score. He's a goal he scored like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, off the inside of the post, even went all the way across the goal line. I thought that was nuts. It was, it was a really good game. One more incident that I'm going to did not get checked by VAR uh, clear as day. <laughs> Uh, post match, so I I don't know why they would. I mean, uh, I think it was Dwight McNeil well, had a shot late in the game. Uh, he was trying to curl at far post. Milner just throws his chicken wing out and elbows the ball, deflects the ball, just like yeah. literally, just like, which is you're moving your you're moving your arm to block the ball's path. No, no, stone referee, cold penalty. Saw it all. It's a natural position. Natural position Crazy. of the arm is, is elbow at your shoulder. Crazy. And then, of course, uh, you know, Klopp gets up there and, and you know, oh, he, he, after the game, he does that, like, running to the infield thing where he pumps it. Oh, this is this was at Everton, wasn't he? Once to the Ray fans and he does, like, the pumping his fist thing. So, so annoying. And I missed the post-game press conference. Did he have anything to complain about? I didn't catch anything. Didn't see it. Because I was going to say, he shouldn't be allowed to after the no call on the VVD red and the no call on the James Milner uh, handball in the box. Yeah, I think there was a lot of that this weekend. I think the refs had a really, really bad weekend. Um, and Ken's been pretty consistent throughout, just saying that VAR, it's amazing that we still have the problems that we do when you're looking at it a second time or when you choose not to look at it a second time. That's still an issue. We're still talking about uh, referee mistakes. You haven't really changed anything besides the context of the mistake. That's my problem. Why does the referee get to choose if he walks his fat ass over to that monitor or not? I don't get it. I do not get it. If VAR comes into play, I want to see a stupid looking referee in front of a monitor. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see. No, 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 no. Uh, 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 I would have blown the whistle if there was a foul. Please, VAR, stop. I'm actually gonna I'm I'm gonna turn the channel on my radio now. Actually, I can't even hear you. What I think's funny, the way that they've implemented it is basically just the way that it was before where mistake, you know, mistakes went on, you know, it was 50, 50 if a call is going to be made or whatever. They've just 
they have the same system in place. They just ha- inserted a robotic middleman that you get to control. I've been saying this so it's, for years. When VAR yeah, was first announced, I told Tom, it's just going to be something else to complain about. And that's all it is. That's all it is. And it could all be resolved if they did it like they do virtual refereeing in American sports, which has perfected it because we've had it for years. You have to tell us what you're doing. You have to be transparent and not just some commentator over the loudspeaker at the stadium saying there's a VAR check going on, ladies and gentlemen. And then that's it. Of course, there's a VAR check going on. We see it. And you don't know. And you don't know what it is. Well, it's it's crazy. It's crazy because they don't even have to look that far away from home. The rugby rugby league in in England already (sighs) does that. And it's literally zero issues. The the rugby league do that, and the the refs are mic'd up, and they mm-hmm. discuss it. They discuss every every single point that they discuss on why they're going to call something or not is live broadcast. That's the way it should be. And it's, why and it's does out there. the commentator? So I, yeah. I think I'll, I'll end my rant with this on VAR. Why does the in-game commentator know how many minutes of stoppage time there's going to be? Before he knows what is being reviewed by VAR, I'll never understand that. I'll never understand That's it. Fair. Why is it such a secret? Before we get into another, before we get into another big VAR um, incident, guys, uh, I want to add that there's something that's been going around on Twitter with Liverpool. There's a, there's this image of, of a guy who looks like Mo Salah. He's a belly dancer. And yet they play the video of it. It's just Mo Salah since uh, Mane left. And it's this guy who's like a very established ballet dancer, just, just dancing all over the place. He looks exactly like Mo Salah and poor Mo Salah did absolutely nothing in this game, James. Yeah. Um, again, I think he's been the a TAA little... subbed off uh, on what, like 60 minutes? Not for the first TAA time. TAA subbed off on 60 minutes. Uh, yeah. Robertson didn't even start this game. Yeah, I think it's just Liverpool trying to find the knife's edge that they were on for most of last year. And it's just what, why soccer is so hard. Like it's, it's mostly the same team, a lot of the, the same players that are at the core, and they just can't find a way to, to get going. And the, the only problem is this isn't, you know, 2005, like you're not going to win the league with 86 points. You're going to, you need 95 now. And you have four or five other people who, if you stumble, they'll go past you other teams. So, um, one of those teams would be Chelsea. Chelsea sneaks out against West Ham, a two to one win, a lot of incident in this one, guys, another VAR thing. Um, a really egregious error, when it came to uh, Mendy went down and collided and they called a foul and stopped the game on the, on a, on a goal. And Moyes went absolutely ape shit after the game as he should have Chelsea snuck out of there. Another just gross win. James uh, eight shots, three on target. It's just at home. They, they are built for defense. They have 500 million pounds worth of defenders that they bought and they can't really create chances. No, it's just, they're just skinning by guys and this can't continue. Right. Well, this is, I mean, this is, you know, we talked about this last year, but last year they were scoring three or four goals a game all through their defenders. That that's not happening yeah. anymore. Um, I, I kind of, I'm going to disagree with you on the VAR call 
but for just for for like a, not a straightforward reason. I think that one Bowen at Bo that was stupid on Bowen's part because mm -hmm. he absolutely left a foot in on purpose. Mm -hmm. If you've ever played striker and a goalie is rushing out at you, you, you know you that foot is not trailing like that at all unless you mean it to be. Which <laughs> which I, yeah, I've done it. It's happened <laughs> it's happened for uh, since soccer has existed. Okay? And yeah. and the reason why I don't think that that it's such an egregious call is because without VAR um 9 times out of 10 that gets called as a foul in my opinion when when the player clearly leaves a foot behind and it connects with the goalie with the goalie yeah with the goalie cuz go i mean goalies are protected in that way and if you you leave you want to leave a little something on them to like you know mm -hmm. let them know you were there you're you're leaving it up to the interpretation of the of the referee on whether or not mm -hmm. you're going to you're going to get screwed by that right so that's why i mean i think that mendy absolutely played that up i don't think that oh, yeah. it, i don't think it was a you know, dangerous play. I don't, I don't think that he was trying to hurt him. You know, he left a little something on him to, so they knew he was there. And Mindy, <laughs> I mean, that was a performance and yeah, it, it was sh shameful, a shameful performance. I mean like that, that kind of play acting isn't, I don't agree with it, you know, obviously personally, but, but, but the, but VAR is going to pick that up and run with it. You, you just can't, it was it was silly on Bowen's part if he just jumps over Mendy, mm -hmm. which you is what you do most every time. If he just jumps <laughs> Mendy, I, Chelsea are losing this game, hundred percent. Some do that. You leave your foot in. Only I've only done it sometimes. Uh yeah. Okay, sure, sure. Ken, uh, so Chelsea sneak by again, but this is at home. It's in a derby match, sure, but it's at home, and it's been months now. Since Chelsea has really put in any kind of attacking display, they don't have any forwards left. They sent Lukaku away. They sent Werner away. Not that he was doing anything. They bought Aubameyang, who is a poaching number nine and has nothing to do with build-up, yeah. in a position that they don't really play a poaching. They've never played a poaching number nine, or Lukaku would have some goals. Uh, Ken, what's Chelsea going to do? I think that they're going to stumble along into these victories as long as they can um mm -hmm. eventually as it did at towards probably the the later stages towards the end of the season those goals did go away there this is going to be a new problem for them like james was mentioning before and the fact that they don't even have this horde of goals to to rely on right now they're kind of in the middle mm -hmm. of this defensive turnover um where they can't even keep goals out i mean i, I think it, it's a travesty that they're even getting goals scored against them at this point the amount of money that they've spent on defenders yeah. um and how they play yeah and they already played defensively so when you bring in the the highest paid defenders that you've ever heard of in your life i mean what is it, three four hundred million pounds in a summer for defenders i mean mm -hmm. it, it i can't tell if it's if if it's a Tuchel problem or if it's just the, these guys are not, they're, they're good individual players, not good team players. I don't know, but right now all that matters is they're getting W's and as long as they can get wins super unconvincingly the way they do right. They are right now. Yeah. Um, it, it won't matter. Um, but 
it could get dicey for well, them. They're at a 50% win them. rate. Yeah. They're at 50% they're right, right now. And the thing that helped them last season more, I mean, last season they came out of the gates and they won, like, what did they win? Like, yeah. they might have won. Yeah, it was a lot. I don't know. It was it was crazy they, start to the season. They picked up a lot of points in the first half of the season. Yeah, they definitely don't have that now. They're 3-1-2 and two, uh, with a negative one yep. goal differential in the league. Yeah. Which is playing disgusting. Nothing playing nothing but defense. So, you know, and Obama, is Obama Young uh, the answer to? Uh, speaking from question? experience, anything? I would say no. But Tuchel, <laughs> Tuchel's managed him before. So maybe he knows how to to get the best out of him. But I, I just don't see that happening. A, a massively overpaid 33-year-old that just thought that, you know, the light at the end of his tunnel was Barcelona and what eight months later, he's not there anymore. Um, I, I don't see it. I mean, I hope for Chelsea, he doesn't do I anything think... there, but to Tom, like to your point that he doesn't create chances and he's not, he's not a massive worker. You're going to have to put that yeah. ball on his foot inside the 18. If you're going to expect that goal to even that ball to even be shot. Yeah, I mean, they, and lost today, guys. they lost the Champions League match. He started yeah. it. They lost to, to Zagreb yeah. um, 1-0 because Zagreb scored early and then packed it in. And, and Chelsea has no game plan for that at all because they can't create any chances, even when they have a tactical advantage. If you have six defenders on the field at one time, you're not going to get any creativity, even if, you know, Reese James has been brilliant as a overlapping right back. Like... That's not the same thing as an attacking left midfielder. You know what I mean? Like having Sterling up top actually complicates the problem because Sterling's finishing rate on average finishes is probably similar to Werner's. Yeah. You know, like he's not a good finisher. No, he you're like, you, you know, he's not a good finisher. He's he's moving into good spaces. He's taking up mm-hmm. great spaces, but they're also not spaces where he's playing a ball across the box for a, a striker that's, to tap in. That's just what I was going to say. Those like, aren't, he's not even going to, those be aren't the to, balls that he gets yeah. to, but he's not even going to be able to set up a bomb yang. And that's what yeah. they need. Like, so a bomb yang seems yeah, to me and, to be it may, it makes the no most sense. desperate signing of the summer for them. Like they just needed to bring, I think a bomb yang is a Manchester United signing. That's what I think. Like he's a guy that, Oh, a bomb yang. We brought in a bomb. You know what? He could maybe score some goals. Remember when he did that thing in like 2018, that's a Manchester United signing from like, that's 2019. That's Eddie yeah, we might special, not get any yeah. goals out of him, yes, but we'll sell some Eddie jerseys. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. And will the they? fans will stop protesting as much for a week because it's like, Ooh, were Chelsea maybe? fans happy? I don't about think this so. Thing? I mean, I never hear anything. I don't know. Like I a, mean, a former Arsenal a player. Minute, Arsenal. I mean, Ken, you can understand this. Like us fans, we can talk ourselves into, you can talk yourself into a lot, you know but I mean? already shown himself it. in the premier league. Not that long ago. It's it's not like the his last yeah. his his going away party in the Premier League was this goal scoring like parade. It it he was he was Bonanza, shunned away yeah. and basically paid to leave, and then Chelsea paid to take him back. Yeah, it's a very that weird move. He left Arsenal on a free, <laughs> and Barcelona we paid him flipped to leave. him. <laughs> That's exactly what they did, James. It's the best they piece of business him. Barcelona's done in ten years. <laughs> honestly, honestly, you're not wrong. 
<laughs> that is crazy. It's crazy. And I don't think he'll have any impact. He sucked today for Chelsea in the Champions League. They were like, ah, we're going to go to Zagreb and we're going to get our uh, three yeah, points. We'll with, give our uh, new man an easy goal. Top. And instead, yeah, yeah. Tuchel ban. Yeah. No, instead they got scored on and then they got yeah. Tuchel'd by the other team. Uh, all right, guys, moving on to the next game. Um, Manchester City won, Aston Villa won, and James... That is a terrible draw. Oh, absolutely I, I, horrible. That is a absolutely terrible draw. Absolutely horrible. I mean, it's this game. We this was a game, and I think we've we've fallen victim to this. I mean, we they packed the box in. They had twenty five percent possession. <laughs> they only made Burnley numbers. They only made two hundred and eighty passes the entire game. <laughs> they had three shots and and one on target. And this is one of those games where we have the ball the entire time, except for like three passages of play where, and, yeah. and our, and our concentration slips. I, I mean, I'll, I'll give, I mean, and for me, you know, I, I understand, uh, I understand Aston Villa playing that way. Right. They, they're desperate. Yeah. They're a little bit desperate right now. They also lost their, um, big money center back signing that they brought in from Sevilla. Um, mm-hmm. And they're kind of, they don't, they don't really know where the goals are coming from. They hit us on a, on a counter. It was actually a, a really nice goal. Yeah. It was. Um, and Leon Bailey, Bailey top corner. smashed it for a year. I mean, he smashed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were individual mistakes in leading up to that. Um, I think that we probably, and this has happened to us before too. We scored, um, you know, we store, scored relatively early. I mean, we scored in the 50th minute early in the second half with Holland mm-hmm. and we had all, almost immediately had probably three more chances uh, where we could have scored a, a second goal, which I think, mm-hmm. may, you know, then this game probably ends up like five to one instead. And we just, we, I don't think we had the sharpness to, to do it. I mean, our passing was good. Our, you know, our possession was good. And we had, uh, we had 13 shots. I just think we were, mm-hmm. we were held out by, by a focused defense and we got caught once. I mean, it's, and that's how it happens. Yeah. You mentioned the focused defense. Ken, do you think that Villa kind of did themselves a disservice by drawing this game? Because Gerard's message I think is, already stale he hasn't even been there that long but i I think they'd be better off with somebody else it seems like that's an untenable situation hard to say i mean if you're aston villa how else do you play a manchester city with holland i mean i mean like i understand why they played that way but i'm saying did they do themselves a disservice by actually getting a result here when maybe if they oh you think they should have lost they they can (laughs) fire no, you know I, mean? I, don't, I don't think that any team honestly wants to fire their manager once the season starts. No, and they have a baddie run. It doesn't usually go well. Yeah, I mean. Leicester, Southampton, Leeds is decent. Forrest so, is beatable. So. This run will be important for Gerard run. because they, I mean, I mean people, were, people were talking about him getting fired. I mean. He's I mean, three wins in like 18. Yeah. I mean, even Leeds has shown that, you know. They play yeah. one way, so they are a beatable team. And when they do lose, they mm-hmm. tend to burn their bridge when they lose those games. But um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think that Aston Villa was coming in here thinking, okay, we, I don't think you're firing Steven Gerrard losing to Manchester City. And he didn't lose. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, even yeah. if he didn't lose. I, I see what you're saying. What I'm saying is even if he did lose, I don't think that Aston Villa is... I don't think they can wake up Monday morning and say, good, thank God, we can fire Gerard and no one will care because we lost to Manchester City and they suck. You don't no. think so? Because wouldn't that be a good... I guess you don't have time to bring no, a like, manager. It's not ideal. A like, I, I, but a baddie stretch what you want. I never think that a team's ideal plan is, all right, let's give this guy five games and then hopefully he loses one if it doesn't start well so we can fire him. I, th- I think you want to start... You stay with the guy. Well, yeah, especially at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's why the Scott Parker firing, which, by the way, I, was, I listened back to our, the podcast last week. We were like, no, he's not going to get yeah. fired. No, he's yeah, gonna get we fired. were. Boy, <laughs> yeah, were we, we that, wrong We were way off. Like, well, that, but that's it's that's a yeah, shocking that he did get fired for that. Like, it, it was because you see the teams he lost to. He lost to City, Arsenal, and on the come up from the championship. <laughs> against, <laughs> yeah, with a with a one hundred percent championship yeah, team that has not no been investment in at all and they said no, go ahead so scotty stupid. go out there and be somebody not and a- by the way when you get your ass kicked luck, because bud. your team can't handle it the first mm-hmm. five games we're gonna fire you and he and he already yeah. but he already had two wins like yeah he he got results no that's what's which like, i think it's crazy sense. like is it like yeah you lost to liverpool stupid. but like you lost the respect of the club by losing nine nothing. I mean, once that happened, I mean, like, mm-hmm. once the goal, once the spigot was was open, I mean, you couldn't turn it off at that point. I mean, the only reason that Liverpool only scored nine is because the game has to end. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he, he shouldn't have been fired, but he is fired. That's a good so way who to cares? put it. I yeah. mean, it would have I mean, been like twenty. The, they were never going to have an yeah, answer it, it was a ridiculous for Liverpool firing, on that but, uh, day. They were never going to have it. It could have gone on for eight hours. Yeah. They never would have had an answer. I think that more, <laughs> I mean, I think it wasn't so much a results firing as, I mean, he had come out and it wasn't just like yeah, that yeah, week, but he came out and he was basically mm-hmm. just like, you are, you're, you are throwing this team under the bus, but you're not supporting them. You're yeah. not bringing in reinforcements. These guys need yeah. help and they're not getting it. I mean, that's as strong a statement against the management as you can make. Yeah. No, yeah. no bones about it. I mean, and he's, he's right, you know, is the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're gonna, I mean, they're gonna run with this assistant manager, caretaker manager for, yeah, because that's where I gotta imagine as long as they can. I mean, I mean, Hey, they won. I'm not going to yeah, talk they about came the game back, much, but they won did win. Yeah. Bournemouth won. And it's a big game because, yeah, it's a big game too because I mean Forest is their competition. Yeah, huge. For they went down two zero, uh, so massive win for them game. on the comeback trail. So maybe, yeah, and maybe came back. We were not talking about that game. Okay, but um, and, but I mean, and maybe they, you know, I think that they probably, you know, if they think they're going to stay up or if they think they're going to go down, they stick with this caretaker manager because one. Who wants the Burnmouth job? Unless, oh my God, I can't believe I just thought about this. It's Sean Dyche. Yes. But who wants who wants the Burnmouth job? How'd you just think about that? I I would probably I haven't I haven't blocked out of my mind. Uh, but I mean, you know, if you think you're gonna go down, stay with the caretaker manager so you don't have to pay a huge manager just to come in and relegate you anyway. You know. Dude. You're not going to buy new players in the winter window. No, you had 90 you're just not. You already shown that you're not going to invest in this team. So yeah, if if you don't, yeah, exactly. If you don't invest in summer when prices are like kind after of a World Cup, you're not going to do it in the winter. Um, I do want to add that uh, James, that clip 
Yeah, that clip you sent of the masterclass by Sean Dyche <laughs> Did you like that? against Liverpool. It was Liverpool, yeah. right? Yeah, it was Liverpool. Yeah. Talking about his elite tactics, one of the things he said, it's 25 minutes long, <laughs> and all it is really is drawing a penalty and then packing We're going to play in. defense. We're going to play a lot of defense here, <laughs> and then we're going to go up the other end. We're going to try to win a penalty, right? <laughs> he sounds like a one-armed tank commander in like a British in a Battle of Britain movie from like 1946. It was absolutely amazing and ridiculous. He's like, we knew that if we get them in there, we can get a pen, right? And then we win the game. It's like, well, dude, that is not yeah. a strategy to get the ball you in the box your and mouth. hope for a penalty kick. That's not something you talk about for 25 minutes. What was, with that? A what was the final sheet. score? What was the final score? Final score. It was like 19% possession, and he said it like a few times, like, people say you can't win with 19% possession, but I say you can. I was like, ah, oh, dude, like, that's not a... Mastermind. That's not something... It was... And the, the funny thing is, the next video queued up was Jose Mourinho's de- defeating of uh, Pep's Barcelona, like, master team with Inter Milan and it was so many different points I watched the whole thing Jose Mourinho is like oh the reason we cut this right winger inside to the left is because of this that and the other thing we knew we needed to take care of Messi but we knew we could contain him and it was hey. like so in depth and Sean Dyche hey. trying to Most pull out 25 geniuses minutes are misunderstood. he's They're 25 hacking. minutes out of the worms <laughs> <laughs> oh bring him back Bring him back for James. You're right, not guys, ready another, for him, and you don't. You wouldn't know what no, to do if you got him. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, gritty. Another gritty game. Tottenham two, Fulham one. This is technically a derby. Um, a little bit scrappy from Tottenham. Um, we don't want to go too far and push a game like this ahead when we always land base Chelsea. But they did have ten shots on Tottenham. target. So the last time Chelsea had ten shots on target was like 2015 or something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Tottenham a little bit scrappy, but definitely a deserved win. Kane, August Kane, James? Put the bed. August Kane with the win? For the win? How many goals do you have? Four? Yeah. That's almost In almost August? half as many as Holland. But yeah, good for Kane. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Richarlison does some ridiculous stuff at the end. <laughs> Scores a goal, gets called offside. And Had already taken his shirt, shirt off. <laughs> he already taken his shirt off. Can't can't untake a shirt off. <laughs> Cannot do that. Picks up a yellow. Yeah. Uh, but Tottenham just have to be happy. They get their three points. Um, they had their opportunities and should have done a lot better than they did. But all that matters is three That's points. Right. Can, right. Three points is three points. They weren't ever losing this game. They weren't ever no, going to lose weren't. that game, but they were very close to that, That's such that an important game. way to win. That's for sure. Yes, they were. That man Mitro popped up again. Like a scrappy game. Mitro. Mitro. James, you're what so right. I think the locker room at Fulham looks like every right, game. But... Mitro just walks in and was like, how many I got to score, guys? How many? He walks in. He starts grunting. There's, he st- walks no in, way. starts grunting, whips his d- out, yeah. slaps <laughs> it down on the table. <laughs> and if anybody say, wants no to way. challenge him, <laughs> they got to step up right then or else he's making the tactics for the day. <laughs> yeah, he reminds me of a leader of a like barbarian horde. You know, yeah. like a lot of like, but not really a lot of uh, not a lot of communication in there. Doesn't matter. Scores goals, guys. Guys on pace for like fifteen goals from a team that's going to score like twenty five. Would you put the over under at? Because I think we took the over against you. I don't I run the tape. I put it like ten or eleven. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. We never, we never write that <laughs> down. No, we really, 
We really don't. We're not responsible like that. All right, guys, anything to add to Tottenham 2, Fulham 1, other than maybe Sun is still off? Way off. So off. Uh, and His dad's going to put him in a dungeon and not... He had, like... Alex. Didn't he have, like, two shots off the post or something? Yep. He had, like, a one near miss and one off the post. Um, Normal Sun, he just buries those. But, you know, lucky for them, He'll be there. they play City next week. Or this this weekend, it's gonna be a good game. And uh, Sun just absolutely destroys us. <laughs> he cooks yeah. us on the counter, and I don't think He's that this will be any different. He's the best counterattacking uh, player in the league, I think. I don't think that's really debatable. All right, guys, one more scrappy game I want to add in here for our fans: really? Wolves one, Southampton zero. Uh, the definition <laughs> of scrappy, guys. Yes, we're doing this. For Jenkins. He's well, let me tell you. Fan. Let me tell you a little story. Let me tell you a story about this game. Uh, anyway, yeah, scrappy win. This is a Wolves win, so let's not pretend like it's not going to be scrappy. What was funnier yeah. was that I was at Dave's house yesterday playing some pool, and you know what game he was replaying on his basement televisions? Damn. He had this. He had this he game watched on it for twice. He'd watched the whole game. He was replaying the victory. He he is Dude, true. I did that this week. Died in the wool. He's ba- he painted his whole house orange and black. <laughs> wow. I did that this week. I do it maybe three times a year for like really big wins. I did that this week. I watched the uh, Arsenal Man United game on the background of something else I was doing uh, twice. That's amazing. He did that in this game. There were three shots on targets between both teams. It was a 1-0 win over a right. team that will probably the first be in one the of same the season. place in the table. It's got to savor um, it. You know, mid-table. Uh, seven shots they'll do target southampton would do well to stay up this high i think i I told you i think they're gonna stay up they're not in trouble james like there's 50 other teams that are in trouble or like excuse me there's five other teams that are legitimately in trouble yeah and southampton's like eh they're gonna beat those teams so they're gonna i don't think so man they're literally one game away from 19th place i mean well okay but we're only we're only six games in the season but like i I think i think southampton i think they end up in the 14, 15, 16 places. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, like I think I think it could be as high as 13. I think, I think it's going to be so close though. Dude, there's in some that 14, really 15, teams 16 down there. You think you think Villa's better than Southampton? I don't know, man. Like they should be. They should be, but not with Steven Gerrard. Not. I think um, exactly. I think we're going to run into a little bit of like a I, I don't know, I don't know the word for this, but it's like uh, winner goes last next time around. We get to the World Cup. Yeah. All these crappy teams that maybe don't have any players playing in the World <laughs> Cup, they're all going to be yeah. so fresh. Yeah, super fresh. Super fresh for, for the new yeah. year. I think you might be looking, when it gets closer Strategy. to the end of the season, it might be five teams that are threatened That's what to think. go down. But that doesn't put Southampton a safe. That's 15th place But I on. think Southampton... Has a few advantages over those teams. I think uh, James Ward Prowse is a house, house and house and hoodle. Uh, house and hoodle. Yeah, <laughs> he's. I think he's an okay coach. Like I think yeah. he's organized. He knows how he wants to play. I think that's a huge advantage sure. over Everton. Time will tell. Over Villa. Time will tell. Uh, over over Leicester, big time. I think James Ward Prowse is a is a good player. Uh, you know what? I and I'm I'm hoping they stay up. They they literally they bought four players from the Manchester City Academy this year <laughs> for like sixty million pounds. That's like a Moya's. They they these and they bought all these players who had never even made one appearance in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Their starting goalkeeper now is oh 
20 year old Bazunu straight from the city Bazunu Academy. Um, yeah. never didn't even play a cup game. Hey. He didn't even play. A, he didn't even play over Stefan. Go out there, go out there and be somebody. There, he he's he's actually he's supposed to be a prodigy. Like I hope we buy him back. He, he's supposed to be amazing. But but 20, 20 years old as a keeper is no age at all. That's crazy. But I, anyway, I'm rooting for him because they gave us sixty million pounds and let us walk home with the Nets Ben Championship for this window. Nets Ben Championship. Is there a trophy <laughs> for that? Well, Liverpool's been claiming it for years. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. That's true. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, I'm going to talk about being in trouble. Uh, Ken, you asked me to do that before. Leicester loses 5-2 to two to Brighton in a terrible yeah. match for them. The signals continue to come out of this team from all sides, every single facet, Ken. This Did team, you they're, they're see the report? I said. Story of... What it's going to cost yes. Lester to sack Brendan Rodgers, which means it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Ten million happen. pounds. <laughs> yeah, ten million pounds if they find there. Him. I just what like, a genius! He put that in the contract. A lame duck manager. If you fire me, there's a payout. Yeah, he he really he must have he must Dude. have dirt on the owners you know he really no that's not him. it it's that it's exactly they what can't fire him about. they cannot afford to sack him and nothing they, no money they, they don't have any money they they are they have the what was that what was that number i sent in they the they have the highest losses After annual Fafana. losses 120 million 120 million Af- yeah After you sold of any club a player for no 80 million losses. plus and you're in the negative triple digits, and you, you, yeah, you. There, there is no sign of turnaround. They are dead last, dead last. Pete doesn't want to draw admit it. only, and your manager, who is captaining this ship all the way the hell down, knows he's going nowhere because even if they wanted to fire him, they can't mm-hmm. afford to. Yeah, he, he looks like a manager who doesn't have any ideas left. Like, he knows that the team doesn't believe in him anymore. The management doesn't believe in him. But he has to stay there because they, they cannot afford to fire him. It's and very... It's, really un, it's uncomfortable to watch. Honestly, it is. It's uncomfortable. I mean, like, nobody's getting up for his game. They've lost five goal five games in a row. They drew their first mm-hmm. game, and they've lost five games in a row. And they just keep losing players. Like, they lost Soyuncu... To like, I don't know, Turkey. And the crazy like thing that. is, they can't afford to lose soy. They didn't they even any lose as many as they wanted. They can't afford to, to keep them. They wanted to sell Tillemans and they wanted to sell somebody else. Yeah. We said this before. Madison. We've been saying it for weeks. Pete finally got on the bandwagon last weekend. But yeah, I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready to give him credit for that yet, though. Because we've been saying it from the beginning. So he doesn't get credit for the intro. Yeah, that's right. That's Sorry, right. Pete. Be- f- because of the. I... <laughs> uh, that was worth it. That was, that was totally worth it. Um, yeah, I mean, we don't. I don't want to talk too long about relegation teams. Uh, but Brighton look good here. They're not a relegation team. They are a fourth place team right now. Brighton look good again. They smacked the living crap out of Leicester City. And guys, we are at the end of August. We've started September. Arsenal's at the top of the table, not just because of. Uh, alphabetical reasons they're at the top of the table champions league has started we have all these matches because we don't have these stupid 
um, international oh, crazy breaks. amount of matches now. And the World Cup should take us through that, right, James? We should be okay, right? Uh, we'll probably we'll live. We have soccer. We'll live. I think yeah, it's gonna be, be right, good, especially in the beginning when the first ten days of World Cup, when there's three matches a day. That'll be amazing. Uh, but also be it like it's the we, should do, we should we should uh, we should like mix up all. format for the World Cup thing. We've got a few ideas. Yeah. We should we should go in on one. I don't think it's crazy. I think it's six, nine, and twelve. Is that right? Yeah, that's what I. Was, James, first game is at six a.m. Is what I was reading. Yeah, that's not that bad. That's not. A no, it isn't. I mean, you guys, James. you guys will. I mean, six a.m. I still take the existence of six a.m. on hearsay and conjecture alone. Yeah. Yeah. But that's I know that you guys timing. love six a.m. You guys love waking up at six a.m. for all kinds Ken of. Ken does. I do not. Uh, yeah. I've already been up Ken, for an Ken hour. Loves it. I, I, yeah, Ken's the guy that's like jogging in the street. At three thirty, Ken wakes up with the dawn and does yoga on his deck. He gets up before the dawn. <laughs> he gets up before the dawn. He wants his time. That's when he gets his time. I get my time late at night. Ken gets his. Yeah, my time's the morning. Where nobody's bothering. Yeah, me I'm a nighttime morning. guy too. Morning is. Mm, morning nah, is lame. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Anything else to add to the week, to the month, um, to the games coming up? Ken Lee. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I was hoping you'd say that because your team got smacked out yep. of them on national television. Well, it doesn't happen in any so other any other place song, when it's the Premier League. I think you're going to lose to our. I think you're going to lose to Everton. Doubtful, doubtful. Oh, man. I think you're going to lose to Everton on September 11th. Nah, I think we smack them. Yeah, you think you have the mental? Of course, I think that? this team they they do Are not have the wherewithal to to come back from this. Oh, shut up, James. Yeah. Shut Arteta's up. already out of cartoon oh drawings to put on his <laughs> billboards. Say, what, what was the next cartoon oh drawing? Oh my god! Shut up! You ever even watched it, Ken? Did you? I watched watch the it? first three episodes. How do you not watch that? I don't have How time do you not to watch, watch it on your own team. Get out of here! You can get some back. ideas for your coaching. I mean, how many drawings are you doing oh, per game? That's the problem. I don't do drawings. That's well. Those are rookie numbers. You gotta get those numbers up, bub. <laughs> All right. Don't worry about your own team. Other than that, you think that Arsenal's going to lose to Everton. (laughs) Arsenal's going to lose to Everton. Erling Holland, 10 goals already. What did you put the over-under at? 15? It was 15. You're dumb. That's fine. That's why I did a lot of bets. The rest of my bets are But in second, we've got our boy Mitro. Six goals. Hey, man. He is. Your boy, Mitro. I'd like to claim him, but he's yours. He's my boy. I'm rooting for him. Um, good for him. Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, I'm just happy Manchester United four wins in a row. I'm not surprised at all that we beat Arsenal. Um, no, Arsenal no one in is. General, especially at Old Trafford is pretty spineless. It's a mentality thing. It was a, it was a terrific week. Uh, I read social media again. I watched the game again. I haven't had those kind of like days in like a year united were so terrible last year just so terrible the whole year was so terrible and to watch the team show up and have some fire in their belly i live it as long as i can and i'm fully prepared to be put back to earth but for now i'm just living it up you should you know what you've earned this one yeah uh by the way guys did you see the countries that manchester united is traveling to in europa (laughs) (laughs) give us a give us a preview we're going to Moldova, baby. Ooh, beautiful, breezy think, Moldova. Yeah, I don't know where Sheriff 
Tiraspol is. They beat you the last time, didn't they? Or did they beat Real Madrid? They beat Real Madrid. They beat, Madrid. They beat the Real Madrid. Yeah. yeah, in the group. In yeah, the group. I mean, you better worry about having to go to Crystal Palace at the weekend. I'm worried about that. Don't get me wrong. You should I am be. Worried about that. You should be. I'm worried about Zaha's heating up. Well, I mean, Zaha is what he is. You kick the ball to him in the corner, and then he dribbles around, tries to get your outside backs sent off, and then he collapses in the oh, box. You better, that, that's, uh, well, you either you better write a letter to he, Ten Hag. Yeah. Scores or it goes down diving, looking for that PK. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys, for Dr. Pete, who is the terrorist again, Ken? You think it's the terrorist again? It's got to be. Got him again. Got, got him again. again. Uh, for Dr. Pete. For James Lewis, for Ken Lee, I'm Tom Miller saying hope everybody has an awesome week. Dude, I lost my voice this weekend screaming. Eight games, Ken. That's Eight too games. much. Yeah, dude, I don't know. It was 90 degrees. I lose my balls against that. <laughs>